Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Yes, indeed. Few minutes in front of noon. Nah, this one. Nah, nah, Taylor. Nobody needed this today. I love this song. Live Imaging Tuesday with Travis and Slee. Lit. But it's like the acoustic. What is this? Who is this? Faces. Who? Faces. You're asking me? No, but this isn't Rod Stewart. Rod Stewart was with Faces. This is like an acoustic version. He was a part of the band. I know, but this is like an acoustic weird version that was like played at a club right, in, in Del Mar in, your in 1979. Opinion. No, I say song. on guys, I I didn't, but I know the real version. I played the real version on the radio. I thought this you were going to say a club in Del Mar on Saturday night, and how would you remember that that was a long time ago? Guys, you know what would make the song great if we took the electric guitars out. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, now I want pizza after producer Emily's. Pizza story. That's good. I had some time thinking about it, going to the restroom and coming back, and I'm, there's just like, was it the thin crust? Regular. Yeah, it was the regular one. I See, Domino's there thin crust because they cut it into squares, which I like. It's exotic. I just couldn't fall asleep if the Domino's pizza's just square. underneath my bed. <laughs> so I got into something last night. I was tired, probably still hungover from the weekend. Probably. <clears throat> and you know, I try to intermit fast, so I'm trying to get back on the whole thing. And I look at okay. the pack of bacon. Like, I had maybe had, like, I don't even know what I had. I think I had an Atkins shade. So, long day. Long day. Sedano and Capperback. A lot of imaging. You know, big afternoon show. A lot of imaging. I appreciate that. And I take that pack of bacon out to let it warm up. Because when you throw it on the backstone, you don't want it completely cold. It's like taking out beef before you cook it. Because mm. then it all tangles up when you're trying to peel it apart. <laughs> so, I look at that pack of bacon and I go, you know, I'm thinking about traditional Mexican tacos right now. So, I get on my Postmates app. And I hit up Miguel Juniors. You guys know Miguel Juniors? I do. Quality item, Clark. It's good. And I get four tacos delivered. Did you just go with a vacation reference I did. right there? Shout out to the great Tony Bruno who put that in my blood. <laughs> so four tacos, two shredded chicken, two shredded beef, and yeah, some taquitos on the side. Eat that at 8.30. <laughs> put on the 9-11 Netflix documentary to watch with it. No clue why. Because Monday Night Football was done. I didn't feel like watching anything else, so I just put that on. Six items. Take that down. Now I'm into episode two. We're now into the war. <laughs> and I go to bed by 9.15 because I had to wake up at three, which I usually kind of wake up between three. How did you feel in the morning? Well, here's the smart move, not to get too in the weeds here. But I did go downstairs before I really checked out, and I took my Metamucil. <laughs> so at 3 a.m., the birds were calling. I was just thinking that doesn't sound like a meal that would require Metamucil. Well, I take it every day, twice a day. <laughs> that feels like that is the Metamucil hack. <laughs> that's that's, that's six, what's in the Metamucil. Six tacos is a Metamucil <laughs> no, no, hack. Four tacos. No, well, two, and two taquitos, you said, too. Three taquitos. So, well, then seven things. Because a taquito is just a rolled taco, right? I guess, I mean, yeah. it's the same thing. It's a good meal right there. And seven tacos is, yeah, I don't no, think the No, not best. seven tacos. Yeah. No, you're not gonna, I'm not going to let you frame it that Four, way. Four, you said two beef, two chicken, and three taquitos. That's seven tacos. Yes. Yeah. Kind of. <laughs> and I had to finish all those little Jack Daniels bottles that were in my suitcase from the weekend. So there were at about any point, three you, of those. At any point, did you think Jeez. to yourself, you're going to have the four tacos. Tacos are done. Tacos are done. And now you just got the three taquitos left. Taquitos went first, but fine. And you're saying to yourself, no, I'm not going to eat these right now. No. Slide them right under no, the bed. No, a taquito. <laughs> <laughs> right well, I wasn't eating. I was eating in the den, not my bedroom. <laughs> With salsa. Emily, we've never actually discussed that. Like, where is it literally right next to your bed? Is it yeah. on the other side of the room? Where is it? It's just next to the bed. It's on the floor. And it's not underneath the bed. That's where the dust is. I just cleaned my room, too. So my floor's clean, and then just the pizza more. is on the, on the ground, and I'll, and I'll mop it again. But yeah, that's where it's just right next to the bed. Is the box closed? I think I just, yes. I think okay. I just created that in my head. That like, that's I, like you know what's funny? That just goes. I, I thought I had a, I had a similar vision. Like you close the box, you slide it under, like it's an old trunk of roller skates or something. I don't know. <laughs> it nope. feels like that's the place it would go if it was going to go anywhere. Why not on the bedside table? It's where the monsters go. Why not on the, dead, on the monsters go? Seven tacos, Chris. 
I think Dude. maybe I'll get into some. Oh no, I don't have a car. I took the. Train. It does sound so much better when you say four tacos and three taquitos rather than seven tacos. Here's why the car. That's not right. There might to be say a, seven tacos. There might be car pizza tonight. Because I leave it in the car. That way I don't have to admit to myself that I did it. If it's in the house, it happened. Just no, no, no. You got to throw it in the trash can on the side of the house before you go in. It never made it in the house. It's the same. Well, I'm not going to eat the whole pizza. Maybe <laughs> just half. Probably get through the whole thing if you set your mind to it. <laughs> You just got to want it, Chris. You just can't let it happen on the, you know, you got to you gotta want it, have a plan, and go attack it. Like Artie Marino selling his uh, angels slip. Well, let me walk out. Yeah. Travis and Sliwa continues now. Thank go you. Ahead. Thank you. Lit. Um, oh, no, that was the best at 11.45 when he's like, hey, at noon, Emily's going to tell the story about the floor pizza. And then, oh. you're, and then you're, listen, listen. Your response to him you was now. like. Your response to him was like, sounds good, crazy. We'll see you at noon. So, M, the floor pizza. Okay. So, if I'm being 100% honest. I didn't hear him say the part about Emily. I, I, I heard him. I was laughing with him. And he's like, wait a minute. I, just I heard him say that he was going to tell his meltdown at the top of the hour. I did hear that part. I'm like, okay, that sounds good. And Emily had teased it at the end of Factor Cap. So I thought we were going to go back to Emily's story. But then maybe, maybe I jumped the gun a little bit. Not the first time. Sometimes I get excited. But the just eye contact with him and I, he's like, I just said noon. Well, and you're see, like, yeah, we're good, guys. It happens. You're not, you're not going to hear everything every single time. Um, Artie Moreno bought the team for just a shade under $200 million, 184 yeah. uh, about 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. They are going to sell the team, that according uh, to the Angels. They, they are exploring the possibility of selling the team. It's been an honor, yada, yada, yada. Um, if it's public and it's out, it's happening. And, and if it's coming from the team. Yeah. It's, I mean, the team put out a statement. That 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 to me is actually what sounds like. Well, I mean, listen, Jeff Passan puts out something. They obviously these are great insiders. They have an idea of a pulse of what's going on behind the scenes. This is the Angels. Although this difficult decision was entirely our choice and deserved a great deal of thoughtful consideration, my family and I have ultimately come to the conclusion that now is the time. Throughout the process, we'll continue to run the franchise, best interests of our fans, employees, players, and business partners. This is not. They're selling the t- he's selling the team. Yeah, it, it's going to happen. So two, two questions. Number one, who, right? Who Who's going to be at the front of that list? Because quite frankly, baseball teams don't come up for sale very often. And baseball teams in big markets very rarely come up for, for um, sale. So there's that. Is You're immediately just looking around the area, right? You start thinking about Kroenke. You start thinking about uh, Steve Ballmer. These are guys with – basically limitless amounts of yeah, money yeah. that are in the sports space already. Like Stan Kroenke owns the Colorado Avalanche. He owns the Los Angeles Rams. I know he's got an MLS team. I believe he's got a, a professional lacrosse team. He's got – he's he's. I want to say he owns a uh, an EPL team too, I, I, I think. I think he's got a, a soccer team overseas. I think, he, I think you're right. Yeah. yeah. So obviously something that's not in his portfolio is Major League Baseball. You know, he's got – Everything but that in the NBA. So that's at least something to kind of consider. Ballmer is a guy that just goes for it, right? That he bought a team that was universally looked at like this is the biggest joke in the NBA. That and partially because of the owner and everything else. But he took that from the, of the biggest joke in the NBA to a team that is a viable NBA team. They have star players. They're going to have their own building. They play in a huge market, and they have a fan base. It's not the Lakers, but they got He's fans. doing the best he can do with that organization. Couldn't he do the same thing with the Angels? And so the who part of it is one part. The other part is how soon. Okay, before you go down the how soon, how far along the process do you think this is? And, I, and let, let, me tell you, let me tell you what I mean. You're not – Artie Moreno did not wake up this morning and say, guys, I think I'm ready to sell the team. Let's put together an official statement. So obviously this has been something he had been thinking about. I wonder if you're already far enough the path where you have kind of lined up. There's a few people that are already interested. No question, right? There, there's no there's no way that it's a – hey, you know what? <sighs> not really feeling this anymore. Put out a statement saying I'm selling. N- not a chance. It, this has been weeks, months, maybe years sure. of, hey, look, We're let's get do, to this do point. Do it by here. Right. Mm-hmm. And then – why don't you put some lines in the water, see what the price might be, see who might be interested, and let's go from there. And then you can get into that negotiating part, right? Think about when the Dodgers went up, right? There were 10 different groups that were competing. Remember that you you guys may or may not remember this. There was a guy, turned out to be Crocker, you know what, that claimed he had a, owned a gold mine 
a literal gold mine, and he was going to buy the Dodgers because he had all this income from this gold. And it got down the road. Like, this was something they were writing about in newspapers, talking about on the radio. It was a, a real thing. Turned out to be a joke. Ten different people wanted to buy this, and it turned out Magic puts his group together and, and with the deepest pockets, and they overpaid. At the time, it was, oh, my gosh, that's in- – now who's laughing, right? They, they've got it all figured out. But if he got three or four people interested in this – the bidding war could be insane. Well, listen, there's there's one out there. So I'm sorry to cut you off, but three billion is a price that's getting tossed around out there. Three billion. Let, let, I don't think I am. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark. There's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Live Imaging Tuesday with Travis and Sliwa. We are about 30 minutes away. Actually, that's not true. About 40 minutes away from Super Crosstalk. John Ireland. Johnny I. My bestie. He's back. Andy Kabanetsky sitting in for Mace. Just saw AK. He's a big, bright, shining star. You know what I mean? <laughs> Slee, what would Lady Slee do if you yeah. guys are laying in bed one night before you go to sleep? And you just pull out a half-eaten pizza from under the bed. Like, oh, hey, hun, I got a surprise. And I'm, boom. I'm not kidding. She'd, she'd probably hallucinate. This is a great idea here. They sell these, I guess, right on your bed. Yeah, Emily said that. I've yeah. seen that. Yeah, but that's for your, your accoutrement, your cables and stuff. I was going to say, maybe some people's accoutrement includes pizza. It's not Chick-fil-A <laughs> sauce. <laughs> you she could, would, she'd be very confused because we, we don't eat in bed. We don't no, eat. So bed. you've never had like a post-coitus snack what, in bed. What happened to it? I don't like that. That's become popcorn. a word that we're using. Maybe here popcorn. A lot. Well, that's his lady friend. I'm not going to ask. Well, I, that's I, his girlfriend. I'm not going to be but rude you, there, here. There's a way to phrase that that's not that. I just did it. He's no, fine. No, I don't know. Look at him. Oh, Lover. Sorry, popcorn. Lover over here. <laughs> you don't, we stop never saying that unless no, you hold my hand. <laughs> Emily, is it just pizza that you will leave, or are there other items? I think just, the pizza. That's the only thing that could survive the night. Yeah. Crunchy well. rolls. Just full sushi. Yeah, it's just pizza. Hmm. Everything else I usually finished. Because I was trying to, like, the little thing you just sent us, the little tray. I'm trying yeah. to think what we could put on that tray. Because it's like a cell phone, <laughs> eyeglass kind of situation. Because honestly, what would you like to eat cold? Or not cold, but probably at that point, lukewarm. Snack, popcorn. Tip. I could do popcorn. Root. Yeah. I could eat lukewarm Chinese food, but I don't. Oh! I finish the Chinese food. No. Yeah. No. I could. And so lukewarm, like how long is it sitting out for? Uh, a couple um, hours? Yeah. I don't know if I do overnight Chinese food. No, I don't I don't think you should. No. Uh, I've done That's it before. Really? Whoa, whoa, dis- whoa, 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 whoa. It's on the disclaimer. Whoa, 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 whoa. Put it on the box right underneath the pagoda. <laughs> <laughs> One more time, Em. I've done it before in life. How I've so? Overnight Chinese food. I don't know. So then you wake up so, and you got okay. beef and broccoli for breakfast? So my sorority sometimes we would do... <laughs> sometimes we, we would have uh, catering and sometimes it would be a different amount of stuff and we would forget to put it in the fridge Oh! and I'd come out from a night out and oh. I'd just eat the Chinese food. And you didn't get sick? No, it's fine. No, no. Kung Pao, that doesn't... It lasts Kung yeah, Pao. Kung Pao is... Are those yeah. egg rolls still crispy 17 hours later? <laughs> Wait, but the, I, MSG. There's, there's a, there's a that point in this that I, I lose you. You're, you lose me, Hold I should say. The, <laughs> come on, lover. What? <laughs> When you say you're too lazy to put it in the fridge, you forgot to put it in the fridge, this is not like 
building a wall. It's just walking a few extra steps and putting away. Sometimes no, you got to wrap it. No, I understand no, what she's saying. No, you got to wrap well, it up. Okay. And I also have I share a fridge with four people. I can't fit everything. How in there. long does it take to wrap up Chinese food? Two minutes. We should get her a mini fridge. Let's get her a mini fridge. Two minutes in her like room. You're not she saving, can have it in her room. This is not painting that house. I think that solves. I think that solves. That does, but I think with M, she may. You open that fridge she up, there could be a swordfish. <laughs> there be like a whole fish in there. No, yeah, she'll put it oh, on top of the fridge. Fish. But I was doing so well. I had not done floor pizza for a while, and I just kind of backslid. I'm fine yesterday. with the floor pizza. <laughs> I have literally left a pe- half of eaten pizza in my car and eaten it the next day. I'm fine with the pizza. It's when you get into the other. Exotic foods. And I haven't done that since college. I haven't done the Chinese food since college. That was just a thing there. You actually, I don't believe you. You would do this. Do what? You would eat. Love her. You would eat, and I'll tell you why <laughs> you would do this. Muhammad's Dolma. You would eat it room temperature. No, I wouldn't. Yeah, you would. I think you would. I, I'm telling you I wouldn't. This is I'm not even doing a bit. But here's the thing. I, I, w- I would not. I, but, but think about foodborne think, but, illness is yeah, but think a, about a real thing that I try to avoid. When we left Muhammad's place, uh-huh. it was probably around. This was just the circumstance. Five o'clock. We probably left around five. Mm-hmm. Then we had to go to Taylor's show. Mm-hmm. That's not till later. I'm sure you got a couple dolma in on your ride home. <laughs> but that's that's different. Like a lukewarm within a couple hours, I'm fine with. Go ahead, Chris. We're, I don't know what's going on in here. We're having Chris Lee and I, Lover and I are discussing what you guys, something. Playing charades over here? <laughs> Keep going. I got to talk to Travis. <laughs> you guys want to leave the room and have another yeah, conversation? Just, say, well, no, just for we, the audience, because I'm about the audience always. Yeah. These two are like messaging each other. I don't know what you're we're, signing we're, to look, each other. When you've been, we'll fill you in. When you've been around with we'll somebody for a long time, you can yeah. start to understand their cues. Mm-hmm. Their, their, their unspoken language between the two okay, of them. Okay, so if you, let's say you go to uh, Angelo and Vinci's in Fullerton. Great pizza place, great okay. Italian place. Right there on Harbor Boulevard, right? Next to down. It's in the DTF, technically. You eat your pizza, and you have half a hero sandwich. Mm-hmm. Now you got to drive back. Maybe it's a two-hour drive. If... An hour and thirty minutes into that drive. Oh no, you're fine. You have that other part of the hero sandwich. Yeah, that's fine. Oh, for if sure. You're in your car. Yeah, that's no. No, problem. that's not getting to the house. You're eating. If you have an hour and a half drive, bro. And I drive up that's... from San Diego. I'm like, whatever is in my car. Yeah, I'm eating. By the way, remember in the movie Casino when he was holding a hero sandwich? <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't a gun. But that it was a is hero a lot sandwich. different than you're at home. You ate dinner. And then you just put the food on the ground and then wait until the morning to finish up. That's a, that's a the, much different You guys are skipping scenario. the most obvious thing. that In this situation with a vehicle, there is no refrigerator option. It's not like that. there's a refrigerator in the other room that's And there also is no self-discipline. Away. Well, that goes without saying. Yeah. That goes without saying. You No way you ever leaving the restaurant with a half a sandwich. Oh, well, sometimes they're full. <laughs> I don't no, sometimes I think about, I'll give you another example. Lascari's on the Strip over on Whittier Boulevard in Whittier. Okay. Great Italian's place. I grew up going there a lot because when we grew up in Friendly Hills. But a lot of times you get a pizza for the table. You get, you know, maybe something else for the table. And their BLT is one of the greatest BLTs you'll ever have. Double bacon, toasted wheat. It's incredible, their BLT. You get a large. I specifically get it for either the ride home or for later on. For the ride home. Yeah. Do you ever put food in your trunk? You're like, I'm not going to touch it. No. Oh, I've done that. No. I, 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 I'll pull over. I don't mind pulling I, over I on the know freeway. I I'm going to eat it. Go pop the trunk no, open. then you just keep it in the car. No, you keep it. Not only do you not put it in the trunk, you don't even put it in the back seat. You put it on the passenger seat where it's easily accessible. So you don't even have to you do that thing where you're like trying to. <laughs> <laughs> well, for, for safety, right? You don't yeah, want it course. to slide around cargo. when you're reaching in there for that extra half of BLT. You got to do and it. And then boom, you got half a hero sandwich right there. Bam. Bam. <laughs> Travis and Sleewa continues now. There you go. There you go. You, your car's clean. You're not eating in the car. You are a far too disciplined. In and out, man. I eat in the car. But, but you, I park. Or I was going to say, you, yeah, you're stopped and you got the little the little paper mat in yep. the box. You're being very deliberate about it. Yeah. You're not one hand on the wheel, one hand on the burger. Take your hand off the wheel real quick, grab some fries, take a sip of the I, lemonade. You're not doing that deal. When I went to the Dodger game three weeks ago or something like that, I was, um, I'm driving back in Pasadena, and I don't know why, I just went and I grabbed, there's a place not too far away, they do wings, they do uh, chicken tenders, they're freaking delicious. I went, ordered whatever I ordered, 
went back and I told my girl, I'm like, come outside, let's eat some of this food. She's like, why don't you come inside? Because if I come inside, rookie is going to go absolute <laughs> ape, you know what? So I just literally just ate in the car there. Those are well, those are the circumstances. Does she in sit car. in the car? Sorry, I'm back. Does yeah. she sit in the car with you? Well, she ate with me. In the car? Yeah. So you both are sitting in the car? Yep. In front of your house? Yes. Eating? Yes. Yeah. Is she in like pajamas? Yeah. <laughs> she threw a sweater on. <laughs> There's something adorable about this and yeah. also kind of weird. That's more adorable than Were weird. Were these wings or chicken tenders? That's a big distinction. Both. Wings in a car would be a challenge. Oh, it's an awful idea. Yeah. No, the idea was it was 1030 at night. Do you have the car I running just... for the AC? Because you need that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the car was on. Okay. car was on. But I don't eat very often. If chicken I'm going to eat in the car. you could knock out in the car. That's an, if that's I'm an easy, eat, easy If I'm going to eat in the car. Oh, the but I wasn't driving. Nice yeah. item. But it I is. wasn't driving. That's the only reason why I was able to do that. Did you sit in the front or did you crawl in the back? <laughs> just you know to make it special, like you're not just driving home. That actually is a good point. No, I'm in the I'm in the front seat. Um, that is a good point. If, you're if going you have to the a back dog seat to eat with your couple, it's over. Yeah, that, that, that means, or, that means you, or you found a soulmate no, for life. No, no, that, that's no, another no. option too. Hundred percent. That thank right. Hundred percent. Right. It's like they look. We we are in such a comfortable and place. The sad can, thing is, if it didn't even cross your mind, yeah, I'll be right out. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, uh, Lady Slee, I just got stopped by the spot, got some wings and tenders. Be right out. Keep the car running. Hop in the back seat. Brings her own bottle of ranch. <laughs> I'll bring the ranch. <laughs> you bring the Franks, I'll bring the ranch. We'll meet in the back seat. <laughs> meet me in the back seat. But in I can't five I can't do a burrito while you're driving. It's harder, but not impossible. Miguel's does a good bean and cheese burrito. You can hold that. Do you See, eat like he does the in the car? Do you eat like he does in the car? I've tried to stop. Because it depresses me. Because then I get home and I look in the mirror and I put like lipstick on my face okay, and go, "You're a dirty, dirty person." <laughs> <laughs> so I've tried to limit That's it. Not the answer I was looking for. Just for the record, I don't do that. <laughs> the lipstick part or the eating in the car? <laughs> the lipstick part. I'll, I'll eat in the car. I, it's a it's a terrible habit. It's gross, and I try to well, cover my tracks. Well, it's not just tracks. that. I just don't feel like I can enjoy my meal. You don't see this. Is, you don't have this gear. Chris and I have this gear. You, it's not I can about do a sandwich in the car. It's when not I'm about sandwich, enjoying the meal. It's about humiliation. It's about <laughs> eating the food that's right there in front of you. You Have to eat it right now. Uh, but you I think you could do both. Wait. And humiliating myself no, for what my just mom pull did. over for five minutes. It's not <laughs> going to take you long to eat it. You're making logical sense, and that, that's not the point. But I what love you don't have his frustration is, is the logical part. Well, no, you're, you're trying to talk about like this would be somebody that like struggles with like drugs, for instance. Well, just don't take the drugs. Yeah, I know that's the right answer, but I can't. I have to eat it in the car. I've had that problem too. That's checkmate. Yeah, right. <laughs> that's a good, that's just a good don't one. do it. Well, I understand. That's when. Uh, speaking of Artie Moreno, remember that one? Hey, why is Josh Hamilton on drugs again? Uh, because that's what drug addicts do. They have relapses. Wow, this is what he happens? just worked in you and Lady Slee eating in the back seat yeah. to Josh Hamilton. Yeah. in ninety seconds. He's very well, quick because today is an Angels Day. Well, this is what happens when you have bad ownership. You give one hundred and twenty-five million dollars to a guy that can't that struggles to stay on the straight and narrow. And when he comes off, you're like, wait, what happened? What do you mean, what happened? Josh Hamilton happened. That's what he does. He has a problem. He struggles with drugs and alcohol. He went off the off the rails again. And you're asking what happened to him? You're the one that gave him the money. What are you talking about? And now we don't have to worry about that anymore because the Angels are for sale. So very, very exciting. You said something about sleep. timing. How, how soon do you think? Oh, sooner than later. Less than a year. Think of, think about all the Less guys. Less than that a are year? Uh, no, it's going to take longer than that because it's going to take a team that is absolutely – so grasping show, at straws. So Shohei, how that pans out in the next? Because remember, it would be August. Oh, you're would talking be about the, the term deadline. of the sale. Yeah. I, oh, I bet it happens fast because you, you said something really. I think that's spot on. They didn't just wake up this no, morning no, no, and decide not. to do this. They they've got this thing to uh, to the ten yard line, right? They're just waiting to punch it in now and, and and find the right buyer, find the right price, and move on. I bet you from this point forward, it's done by the beginning of next baseball season. Does that sound right to you? Yeah. Which is by the way that that you would need to do eight that because if you're a new ownership and you want to come in, you want to have a legitimate chance at Otani. This okay. You want to have a legitimate chance of either convincing Otani stay here, look what we're going to do, or you want to have a legitimate chance to get as much as you can for Otani. This Rod Carew, one of the greatest hitters of all time, and. I've been doing this a long time. Rod Carew might be the nicest man I've ever met doing this. Okay, he is a just a sweet, wonderful guy. 
Is this is this a tweet that he sent out? Yeah, Emily? he sent a tweet. He quoted that uh, the Angels sale, and then he said this. This is Rod Carew. Well, this is happy news. I have renewed hope that my relationship with the uh, Angels organization can be fully restored. If you don't have a relationship with Rod Carew, it's not Rod Carew's fault. That's all I know for sure. Nicest, sweetest kindest man hmm. that I've ever met in this thing that Rod Carew had a problem with them tells you all you need to know. Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up hypnotic and cognac weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup blue and ready for the play and boom Añejo tequila came in with a smooth assist to hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the Launch Your Online Shop stage to the First Real Life Store stage, all the way to the Did We Just Hit a Million Orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. So you do that, and then you eat again. That's a good night. Travis and Sliwa, a live imaging Tuesday. Fill them in. Do the story. Easy lover. Easy lover. Of course, you know, there's Phil Collins. Who was with Phil Collins on this song? Come on, you know. Philip Bailey from Earth, Wind & Fire. I was really hoping you'd say Michael Bolton. (laughs) (laughs) I was really hoping they did like some kind of... No, he did a few uh, duets with Patti LaBelle. Say something, Trav. What do you want me to say? This weird. I, the, the music when you thing. and when you and Lady Slee are eating wings and tick contenders in your car outside yeah. your house, yeah. with the AC bad, on at eleven p.m., do you do you put the radio on? Are there songs? No. Did you, you just the, talking? Did you have the new car when you did this? No. Okay, because that's going to happen more often. Yeah. You got option optionality, Slee. John Ireland is back in about twenty three minutes. Super crosstalk presented by Coors Light. Do not miss it right now, though. Travis and Slee, we continues. You are going to feel like he underplayed the dump. Yeah. Well. Oh yeah. Sorry. So the dump's coming up in about twelve minutes. <laughs> yes. All the things you may have missed today. We're going to redo the dump. the dump open for fall. I like to redo all the staples for the fall season. Nice. The mega fall season that's coming. So any ideas? Okay. I have an idea. I'm mega fall. It. I'm going to say me- mega. It's, a, it's your summer station and mega fall. Yo, summer. 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 <laughs> Why Don't say summer. Like you. I never told you that story about. Well, I'll, our, our, our hybrid. I can't tell it right now. I'll, I'll tell it. A, I'll, I'll tell it at another point. I will. How about how about our communication when he had no idea? That's what I was talking about. On. That's the story I was talking about. I never told you the rest of that. No, I was I probably actually, living the lie. I thought. Yeah, I thought completely different. Yeah. Nope. For that. For full conversation. You didn't even have to say anything else. Yeah. I was like, oh no, I understand. Yep. For that very reason. Anyway. Anyway. Joe Madden says that somebody's going to put a general manager in the dugout. They're just going to have one guy. Here's the math. This guy pitches on this day. These guys play against that pitcher. If they bring in this pitcher, you put in this guy. That it's literally plug and play. Everything is math related. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that what we have already? It's just going to take somebody to say, you know what, I really, and I'm not putting Dave Roberts in here, I don't don't have to have Phil Nevin in the dugout to execute this plan. I can just say, here's here's the flow chart on the wall. Look, look the schedule we have in here, right? Mm-hmm. Trav and Slee, 10 a.m. It, it's the same thing. If the Mariners bring in this pitcher, then this guy comes out and this guy goes in. It's not that complicated. Is it that much different? No, no, don't get me wrong. It is completely different, but there was a time where you just had owners, and then there came a time where you had an owner that was also the general manager, right? That that's Which is universally failed. No question about it. There's nobody out there. Listen, in sports, now that you might have businesses that run and somebody That's different. It is different. Yeah. And that that mind is actually it, he started the company and He knows the business inside and out. He knows the whole thing. Right. So it makes sense for him to be the owner and the general manager. Right. 
but it's that's, Jerry Jones that's not how it works made all of his money in oil. Mm-hmm. Okay, he was what's called a wildcatter, which is where they buy old oil wells mm. and they find more oil in them. And you, it's tot- hugely speculative, right? That you, I can get a little more out of that. I'll buy that. And if you hit on it, that's how he got sure. started. And now he's Jerry Jones, zillionaire. It's right? like the storage units that you don't know what's in it. You bought it off auction. <laughs> kind of. And maybe there's a kind of something that actually yeah, is worth that, that, That's kind of it, yes. But what he didn't do is earn a gazillion dollars by saying, you know what defense we should play right here? <laughs> you know which player we should draft in the next draft. You know who the key to this defense is, is it's Charles Haley. He didn't do that. He made money in oil. You know why I give that as an example is because – it's happened before in sports. Will there be a team in the next 20 years that you think will say, maybe it's a smaller a smaller organization, maybe it's a cost-cutting thing, whatever it is. Will there be a team out there that says, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have this dude do both of these roles? I don't think so, and I think there's a very obvious reason why. If I'm the general manager, here's my plan. We're gonna we're gonna draft these. We're gonna draft only college players. Okay, that's one of the things that some guys like to do. We're only gonna draft. Well, we're gonna draft best available instead of for need. Or we're gonna draft. It's a, you have you have a plan, right? You have a, a vision of how this goes. This guy pitches against that guy. This guy hits against this guy. All of these things. When it doesn't work, you can say, "Yeah, the manager just did. You know, he we wasn't he wasn't quite executing the vision. We we had a difference of opinion on how the organization could be run. I was more this. He was more that." When there's no other guy to say, his fault, it's a little bit harder. Because if you're the GM and you're picking the players and you're putting the lineups together and you're making the moves and it doesn't work, where do the fingers go? Right? There, there's there's no it, fingers it would, to point at anybody It would else. have to be, hey, this is what the role would be that you're walking into. And you either take it in this role or you don't take it at all. And I do it's think, a stretch. And it's I a do, stretch. The, here's what... what um, Madden said, it's at the point where some GM should really just put a uniform on and go to the dugout or their main analytical membrane, and he should just go down to the dugout. That's something that should be done because they try to work this middleman kind of thing. And and what happens is when the performance isn't what they think it should be, it's never about the acquisitional process. It's always about the inability of coaches and managers to get the best out of a player. And that's where this tremendous disconnect is often formed. So yeah, here's the other part too. Dave Rob Emily, what was the phrase you used the other day that I liked so much? Uh, soft skills. Soft skills. Th- that's important. It's not as important as having good players. It's not as important of having a three hundred million dollar payroll. But there is something to be said. Chris Taylor did not play the last couple of days, right? He was back in the lineup last night, but the previous two days didn't play. To be able to go to a guy that's an important part of what you do and say, hey, "Listen, man." We're going to give you a couple of days. Here's why. This is what's going on. This is how we see it going. We're going to bring you back into the lineup again on on Monday, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. There's a way to do that where the player will be accepting of it, and there's a way to do it where the player's going to hate your guts. Mm -hmm. Dave's really good at that kind of stuff. If there's just a flow chart on the dugout wall, guys are going to have hard feelings constantly. There'll be no explanations. You have to have somebody in there to massage these things. Well, I I think also, too, I mean – you could have the best manager. If you put Dave Roberts in in Joe Madden's spot to start the season, Yep. and as good as Dave Roberts, he has some great strengths about him. If you're not with a good organization and things are not all lined up together and the communication is there and everybody feels like they've got each other's back and, you're not, and everybody's pulling the rope in the same direction. I mean, I think there's people who can succeed. This isn't a knock on Dave Roberts, but that system is so good that there's a chance you could grab Joe Madden and put him in there and this thing could keep going. What I don't think could happen is you can grab Dave Roberts and put him in the Angels situation and all of a sudden everything's going to change. That's part of what I think Madden's saying in this is there's so much dysfunction that to have success with the Angels, it starts at the top and obviously the top wasn't the, doing his job. And the other part too that is, look, in anything, I would argue, got to be a little patient. You got to let this stuff come together a little bit. You can't have a new GM every two years. It's not a good way to do it. You can't have a new manager every two years. Because then they Athenian all want was, their own people. Well, they they want their own people. Mm-hmm. Or I know that I, I, if I know you need to get this ship turned around. Turning around a baseball team is is really hard to do. You got two years to do it. I'm not doing anything organizationally. I'm only concentrating on the big league level. 
Because if I don't turn around, nobody cares if I say to you, hey, look, when I took this job three years ago, we were the 27th best farm team in, in, in baseball, which the Angels are, and now we're number three. We're getting closer. You're going to have to give me a little more time to get there. Not if well, we didn't make the playoffs again. Boom, you're gone. Change the manager. Well, I can't, I can't get the guy I want because you keep blowing everybody out. There are going to be some big-time players that are involved in this. Try to get the Angels. Oh, p- players and economic players, financial players. I thought you meant no like question players, about it. players. I, it might like be. I saw Mike somebody. Trout. I had somebody. I had somebody put on there. You think LeBron will go make a run at him? There's going to be. Oh, I wouldn't be surprised. Big time people that make a run at the Angels. LeBron is a fascinating one. Like some of the. Is there, Doesn't he have? Didn't he have? It's part of the Fenway Group or whatever. He's he owns a piece of a soccer team. I think he does it's Arsenal. A, a piece and, of the Red Sox. And I want to say the Red Sox. Yeah. No. Yeah. Again, but this kind of puts us in the Jordan category, right? Just because you're a great player doesn't necessarily mean you're a great owner. There's, there's, those are not necessarily the same skill set. Find someone. The owner that puts finds the resources the is the one. I don't have the name, but mm-hmm. I have the guy. Okay, who's the, the guy or the woman? Yeah, yep. Paint the picture. Endless amounts of money. Think Walmart people. Mm-hmm. Okay, think oil tycoons. Think mm-hmm. things like that. That the money doesn't very very competitive. Has an insistence on doing things at the top of of their field. Whether no matter what it is, we do it better than everybody else. Somebody that wants to go out and hires that's going to sit there and say, "Okay, I'm I'm the new owner of the Angels." Who's the best at putting mm-hmm. these things together? Mm-hmm. Who's had a great deal of and I'll just throw a name out there. What's Theo Epstein up to right now? Mm-hmm. What's he, the guy that fixed the Red Sox? The guy that fixed the Cubs? He won world. What's he up to? Mm-hmm. Can we bring him in here? Can we have a conversation with him? And if it's not him, who does he like? Find those people and then turn them loose and sit back and let it do its thing. Then you could start improving the stadium. And, there, and there's all, all these it. other things that you could start doing who, from there. Who, what's the best ballpark in baseball? It's San Francisco? Okay. Who designed that ballpark? Mm-hmm. Who runs that operation? Why is that so successful? But Don't, that would be a good owner. That's the that's the owner. Not hey, when do I get credit for this? Why don't they say my name on the post game mm-hmm. show? Why why when when we won the division, why was my name the thirteenth name mentioned in the article the next day as opposed to the first one? I pay the salaries because fans don't. The only time the fan cares about the owner is when the team's crappy, right? Yeah. Do you think Dodger fans streaming in there tonight are like, boy, Mark Walter? I'll tell you what, no, better get his ish together. <laughs> it's. Freddie, it's Mookie, it's yep. Kershaw, it's Bueller, it's Turner. it's Urias, mm-hmm. it's Turner. It's all of those guys. They're excited to see those guys. And even Andrew Friedman. Boy, we got Andrew Friedman. We're always going to be okay. That works out pretty well. And that guy just sits back there, collects all the money. They win all the games. That's the guy you're looking for. This, this, this is the part that I, I genuinely am most interested in. What ownership, what ownership group comes in? What do they look like? What is that mentality? What what is their previous businesses that they've been running or continue to run? I'm gonna go spend somebody's money right here. I'm gonna spend. You see Stan Kroenke around a lot. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Nope. Does his, Do his team, have the Avalanche won the cup recently? Yep. Have the Rams won the Super Bowl recently? Yep. Go grab the Angels. Okay, I'm just saying, does he put really smart people in positions yeah. to have success? Yep. Does he stay the hell out of the way? Yep. Is he the richest person in his family? 
no. <laughs> okay, I mean, th- th- this just seems like a really, really good opportunity. It's in town. He loves sports. They win a whole bunch. Stan, you're welcome. Hire me. I'll be. Uh, I'll just sell peanuts or whatever. I'll just walk them down. Peanut, peanut, peanuts here. The dump coming up next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. Max Muncy signed a one-year, $13.5 million extension with a $10 million club option in 2024. And watching the game last night, they were talking about it. And I think it was Joe Davis that asked Max Muncy, like, hey, did this help? He goes, yeah, a little bit. It just it goes to show you that the Dodgers are doing things a certain way. Well, you had – it's actually, when you really think about it, that's a great value signing. You, you you were giving out his stats. I know it's just for less than a month, but August you were like over 300. What, over 330? Over 330. O- one of on the base hottest percentage bats, over 400. One of the hottest bats of the Dodgers. And this is not a guy that, look, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that he gets a free pass. They need him to play well. Don't bat 170. Mm-hmm. Can you be – He's a 250 guy at worst is what you think of Max Muncy over the years. At worst. And the way you kind of described what he's been doing in the month of August, maybe it did help him. I have no idea. He I says just know that the Dodgers. Al, everybody's better when they're more relaxed. Everybody's mm-hmm. better when yeah. they have a yep. little bit of a sense of security yeah. and they know where their next job is. You can is. be they more yourself. You yep. can just kind of, okay, I, they, they, they trust me. You're not pressing. You're not, hey, if I don't get a hit, am I going to end up back on the A's? Am I going to go one of these places? It's not that at all. Plus, never mind just putting a guy at ease. They realize this is not a guy that can't hit. This is a guy that had his elbow torn off on the last game of the season mm. that had a, a, a really significant injury was coming back from it, got in a bad way. He'll find his way out of it. Give him the money. He'll be fine, and he's been fine. His, o- his, OB- his OPS is nearly 1.2. That Anything over 850 is really, really good. I think the good. league average is 700, Yeah, like it's that. down in the 700s. Yeah. And, and anything over – there's only three guys in baseball over 1,000 for the season. It's it's Judge. It's Soto on there or no? Soto might be on there too. There, there's only a very, yeah. very few guys like that. Trout usually. He He's at 1.2 for a month. It's, it's extraordinary. Top Gun Maverick is now available to rent digitally. So you can take your TV and your um, – DVD or your laptop or whatever, and go into your car and have your wings and watch Top Gun Maverick. <laughs> I've got you covered. There you go. Date night on Friday nights, Lee. I uh, I don't think I'm going to watch a full movie in there. <laughs> you should try I it. I don't think I'll be doing Just that. Just see, see how comfortable When's you can get. When's that time get? you did a, uh, a drive? Uh, a drive-in? Yeah, drive-in. Oh, my gosh. It's been it, 30 it, years. It got popular. It got popular over the last, let's say, five, seven years did or it? so. I missed like it. it. Like it made a little bit of a comeback. Did you go? I actually did not go. And when COVID was happening, even more, it, it started happening because people are like, okay, you don't get out of your car. It's a safer way to watch a movie. And you could still be somewhere. I did not take advantage of it. Little known fact about Travis Rogers, I believe. My first, my first conscious memory of attending a movie was a drive-in movie. That movie was The Towering Inferno starring Steve McQueen and O.J. Simpson. <laughs> Really? Really. It's like 1975 or Mm 6, something like that. Yeah. The great O.J. Simpson vehicle, the towering. They had like Betty Davis was in it. Mm. Some some crazy movie along the way. Fernando Tatis Jr. is going to speak to the media today. Um, Okay, fine. He's going to tell lies, so I don't really care about that. Um, I am curious how the meetings with his teammates are going to go. That's far more intriguing to me. Yeah, they've they've all tried to say the right things. I mean, right when it originally happened, there was a lot of you know. A few of these guys were talking about how selfish he is, and you got to regain the you got to regain the trust of everything else. It was the biggest. It was Machado. Yeah. It was Joe Musgrove. AJ Preller did too. It was AJ Preller. It was Bob Melvin, the manager. It was not just some guy who was on Will Myers. By the way, they're right. Of course they are. (laughs) The guy, the guy didn't play all season long, not just because of the, um, the p the. not only because of the substance that he tested positive for, he hurt his wrist. Out. He hurt his wrist riding motorcycles. Well, you remember the question, like, hey, did you hurt your uh, wrist on the motorcycle accident? Which one? Which one? Um, uh, any of them. I mean, it seems to me that if you had more than one accident, that's kind of a – anyway, he, he's got to clean that up. What, what, what do you think? I think we did this right when we found out he took the PEDs. Do you think this was more to – come back from his injury or do you think no he's been the numbers he put up since Mm -hmm. he's been in the majors 
Do you worry that those numbers are fugazi? No, fugazi-ish. I, I, I don't, and I don't. I, 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 this makes me sound so cynical, and I really don't want it to, but it's the way I feel. I don't really care why he was taking it. I assume that a lot of guys are taking a lot of things, and I don't really care about it, right? I, I just assume that it's a more or less a even playing field. There are probably some guys that take nothing. There are probably some guys that take everything under the sun, mm. and then there are probably a lot of guys that are in the middle. I don't really care because neither do they. Right. If they really wanted to get this stuff out, they probably could. They've chosen to take these half measures. I don't think they care. I think Fernando Tatis is a great player, but he's got to clean up his uh, his bedroom there a little bit along the way. Uh, Alabama, the 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 amateur sport that is college football. The head coach at Alabama signed an eight-year, $93.5 million extension. Will make him the highest-paid college football coach in the country. Keeps him with the Crimson Tide until 2029. It also has all sorts of kickers sleeve. If he wins a national championship, Jeez. he gets another 800000 et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It's just nice that the amateur sports in our country are finally getting some money to trickle down to just some guys looking for some exercise after chemistry class. Non-profit. Yeah, exactly. Non-freaking-profit. It's ridiculous. What were you saying earlier today? We were talking about, mentioned SC for a second. You're talking about the Big Ten. Big Ten's won one national championship, mm -hmm. and I, I heard it out of the corner of my ear. Probably Ohio State. It was, it was definitely yeah. Ohio State, yeah. and it was like in the last dozen years. It's been the SEC, Clemson, and one Ohio State title. That's They, they, run, they run the entire thing. They, they, they Fox and ESPN and ABC and everybody else can bid for these Big Ten, and they're good games. I yeah. want to watch yeah. Oklahoma, or excuse me, uh, Ohio State and Michigan play. Sure, sure. I want to watch SC play, you know, Wisconsin or whatever. But it just shows the sheer domination it's of the SEC. Joke. National Cuban Sandwich Day. That's got to be very high on the list of best sandwich. Because let me explain to you what this is. It is a pulled pork sandwich that also has ham, that also has pickles that also has mustard on it, and then we're going to kind of grill it on a flat top. Who doesn't want to eat that? Yeah, I'm trying to think right now. I was looking at the place. There's a place in Silver Lake, El Cochinito, I think is that is you say Is it a Cuban restaurant? Cuban restaurant. I've got a recommendation. For a Cuban sandwich? Yeah. Hit me. Go to El Comal. It's not far from here. It's on Pico. It's in a little strip mall. It's a family-owned place. They've been around for like sixty years. Who's who's not like? They're Isn't fantastic. Porto's great at it too. Is El Comal. Okay. Isn't this not L.A. where you can whatever, go anywhere, whatever you want? It's drive anywhere, any direction you want for ten minutes, and you're going to find the most authentic food that you can find. Andy, you were as engaged on that Cuban sandwich thing as I've seen you in anything in quite some time. I saw your eyes go yeah. up. You were pretty excited well, about that. Well, it's a couple things. grabbed my mic. I, I love me a Cuban sandwich. I love me Cuban food. And also, too, I like the idea of supporting a true small business, mm -hmm. particularly during a time when restaurants, you know, they've been taking it pretty hard. So, John, you're awfully quiet on the Cuban sandwich. Front. I'm not a Cuban sandwich guy. Why? I don't think I've ever had one. You should give it a shot. I mean, like I don't, I'm not against it. Do you like pulled it? pork? Yeah, like no it. one has ever offered me a Cuban sandwich. Do, do you like pulled pork? Uh, sure. Do you like ham? Sure. Okay. Do you like mustard? Sure. Do you like pickles? All the above. There, there, you, you would well, like. There's happen. a very sandwich. good movie that if you guys have never seen, I used to live when I lived in the Hollywood Hills. I used to live across the street from John Favreau. Sure. Oh, oh, it's a great I know a movie. Yeah, Chef. Chef. Yep. Have you yes. guys seen really Chef? It's great. It's about a guy who yeah. basically. Makes Cuban sandwiches out of a truck, and he bonds with his ten-year-old. He gets Dustin Hoffman owns a restaurant. This is in the first ten minutes, and he uh, he's kind of a dictatorial owner, and he's a jerk, and he's a jerk to the chef. And then the chef basically decides, "I'm going on the road with my son, and I'm making Cuban sandwiches out of a truck." And I'll, I, in case you want to watch it, I want to. He also goes from Robert Downey in it, Sofia yep. Vergara in mm. it. I it's, was going to say it's got he, a lot of people. In he sold. goes from uh, John Favreau, ex-wife Sophia Vergara, to new love interest Scarlett Johansson, which lets you know it, it, it pays to, to be all you got to do is open a food star, truck. Well, no, it pays to be the star writer, director, and producer <laughs> of a movie. You get to create these crazy love. I, I thought you were going to say well, it pays listen, to make knockout Cuban sandwiches that you get no. all these beautiful women that get to be your wives and girlfriends. I will say, having worked in the restaurant industry for many years, there are a lot of lovely women. John, uh, that you will meet. John's going to have a feed full of Cuban sandwich requests. <laughs> Why not? They're, people are going to recommend all these different well, places. And, so. I'm shocked you've never had one. No, I. you know where uh, Sedano told me there's a good place in Miami. Maybe I'll get him when we go well, this sure. year. I'll maybe uh, get him to hook me up. You have a spot in each of your NBA towns, don't oh, you? Oh, yeah. 
We we could write a book. Sedan always goes to Tropicana. That's the yeah, one he always mentions. Too. Yeah. yeah, mentions. Where's the number one spot on the road for you? New Orleans. New food wise, you're yeah. talking or just overall? All no, of it? overall, it's. I, matter of fact, Trudell asked me to write this, and and I think everybody has the same five best cities. It's. Can I guess? Take, yeah, go ahead. New York. Yeah. Chicago. Yeah. Uh, New Orleans. Mine was. I didn't put okay. New Orleans in Miami. The, for food. Miami was number one. And or counting L.A. or because you're no. here, it doesn't count. No. Okay. Um, Hmm. Miami. Uh, Smaller city. Is it the Bay Area? Yeah. Okay. And then one more. No. Okay. Um, New York, Chicago. Miami. Miami. Bay. San Francisco. So I think you've been here once. Maybe not. Maybe I can't remember. Toronto. Uh, Portland? No. People love Phoenix. Phoenix. Because you get to go down there and play golf and it's all, you know, perfect weather and, you know. But but I think Trudell said he would replace uh, Phoenix with New Orleans. Yeah. New Orleans has the best food. Toronto's supposed to be terrific, Toronto's unbelievable. It's New York, but cleaner. Mm Mm-hmm. But it's kind of a hassle to get in and out of. You know what we should do right now? We should do a little super crosstalk. How was your vacay? Good. Really good. Yeah? Any adventures? Uh, You'll appreciate this story. So um, I took my golf clubs because I play golf on vacation a lot. Where'd you go? Idaho. Okay. Where my wife's family's from. And everybody in Idaho has their own carts. Okay? Like golf carts because you drive them around places. It's just, it's Idaho. So I'm playing at a place down a hill, kind of a main highway, maybe half a mile from where my brother-in-law lives. And as a joke, he, you know how when you mess with your boys, you don't strap in the clubs? So my clubs are on the back of the cart. I'm barreling down the hill, traffic going both ways, clubs fly into the street. And I'm thinking, this is the first day I'm there. I'm thinking, he did it to mess with me. And I'm thinking, if they if the cars get the driver or the putter, this trip is over. <laughs> and I, so I'm scrambling in the street. I'm trying to stop traffic, blah, blah, blah. I, I'm saving. I'm c- collecting clubs. I'm holding traffic, running around, throwing stuff onto the side of the road. Jeez. And I, I think, oh, my God, I got away with this. I got all my clubs. And I hear this. And I, I missed my nine iron. Oh. <laughs> so I've been oh, playing without no. a nine iron for about half. Just yeah. snapped it too. Well, well, flattened it so the grip is flat as a pancake. <laughs> then I tried to swing it and snapped. So I'm having it rebuilt. But uh, that was the beginning of the trip. Uh, but it and uh, which he which he thought was hilarious. By oh, the way, yeah. he, look, he, I ruined your golf clubs. Yeah. Hilarious. Now he, feel, now he feels now he feels bad. Yeah, I feel but, like there's a time and place for that were, prank. No, he said those were supposed to fall off the minute you pulled away. That's yeah. and, and, and they survived the way too long. Yeah. Where you drive away, bang, right. they fall on the yeah. ground, not in the middle of uh, the interstate. Right. Yeah. So it didn't work. Good but pr- it, uh, 